Good afternoon, everyone. I was asked to lead this period of metta instruction. And I first just want to say hello, because it's the first time many of you have heard my voice in the hall. I'm, I'm actually really happy to be spending these weeks with you and be in this territory of practice together with you. This afternoon, we'll continue expanding the metta instructions to open to the category of difficult person. We call, you know, classically, the categories expand and we, we, um, we come to what we call the difficult person, but that can kind of imply that it's really the other person that's so difficult. And a, a, the difficult person in terms of metta practice is really a person with whom we are having difficulty, with whom we are having challenge. It's helpful for this afternoon to begin not with the person who is your most difficult person in the whole world, to begin with someone with whom there's some sense of disturbance, some sense of friction, perhaps, in the relationship. To choose someone where you feel like there's a genuine possibility, a flicker of a possibility to have a, a little more friendliness, a little more warmth. So don't choose someone that you feel is really incredibly difficult for you or someone that touches into a sense of, of powerlessness in some way. Often on a retreat like this, in, in working with this category, there is the expectation that either we should get over it and have this person not be difficult, or that we should really somehow work it. And so I invite you to just be aware of kind of any thoughts or sense in that way that may be coming up as we introduce this category. It's not so helpful to really work it with a difficult person in your meta practice. I find it to be much more helpful to bring in a attitude of turning toward, allowing, with the intention of metta. And that's actually where the unfoldment of the practice takes place. We don't need to work it so hard. And just a reminder that metta practice is really a basic friendliness practice, a basic goodwill practice. So maybe you'll have some huge breakthrough of big love toward this being. But the practice is really to cultivate a kind of uh, basic care. For me, in working with a difficult person in my own metta practice, what I found has really been touched is, is a greater understanding of this person's humanity, this person's personhood. I spent many years working with the same difficult person. And for quite some time, it was as if I could only see this being through the eyes of my story of the ways that I found them difficult and of the difficult things I had seen them, them do. And as I continued with the practice and stayed with it, what became clearer to me over time was that this person has a whole life 
outside of the places where they're difficult for me. This person has other beings in their life who love them and care for them. Uh, And that we share a humanity. We share, we share uh, this human experience of being skillful and being unskillful together. And I noticed how with this person I worked with for some time, how it started out for me really feeling a protection against them. And in time, I actually feel a protection for them. I actually feel a a quality of, um, well, really the protection of metta, really a genuine wish for their well-being, even though I uh, wouldn't first choose to spend a lot of time around this being. Like Sylvia Borstein says, we, we may not choose to have someone in our lives, but there's no reason to keep them out of our hearts because we're the ones who suffer in keeping beings out of our hearts. Often, when we're having difficulty with someone, the, the pattern is to either go round and round and round in the mind with the story of, of what's happened or kind of building up our view around why they are how they are, what, what's happened to us, what's happened to other beings. So we, can, we, we may tend to obsess about it or we may tend to try and wall off from this being, to not even think about it, to keep it completely outside of our consciousness. And either, either way is really a, a pattern of clinging, a pattern of tension. As if somehow we are protected by that tension, by that layer of separation. So this practice helps us to soften because the tension doesn't really protect us. It takes a lot of energy actually in the heart and the mind to keep it going. So in a few moments, I'll give instruction. We'll start with self, and then we will move to the benefactor or the friend. And I'll offer some instruction for the difficult person, and you're welcome if you want to follow to follow my instruction or or to really keep your practice in the place where it feels strongest for you. So if you don't want to move to the difficult person or that doesn't feel lined up, please, by all means, feel free to stay with the categories that that you've already been exploring during this retreat. Just let your practice be at whatever place that helps you um, to develop strength with, with the metta, strength of intention, really is what we're developing with the metta practice. So I invite you to just settle into a posture that really does bring as much ease as possible in the body. Any little refinements, lengthening or settling that help to bring a sense of arriving and being supported.
beginning, if you wish, with a few breaths. A few breaths of of nourishment, of care into your own being. Sensing the awareness through the heart center. See if you can sense breathing happening in all directions through this place in the body. The front and the back. the right and the left. And up and down. Connecting with your own good heart. and offering whatever phrases you've been using that for you really express self-blessing, a wish of care. For yourself. making room for the experience of offering the wishes and also receiving the wishes. So you're splashing yourself with the fragrance of goodwill, of kindness.
And when you feel ready, bringing to mind the image of a a good friend or a benefactor, whichever feels most alive, whichever feels easiest. Take your time to really drink in the sight and the feel of this being. Sense the care that lives between you and this being. Allow your words to be carriers of this care.
and gently letting go of the image of the friend or benefactor. Keeping the attention in the heart center Slowly bringing to mind someone who is or has been challenging for you. Again, choose someone with whom there's been some rub, some lack of resonance. This might be somebody who's in your life now or someone from the past, or perhaps this is someone you haven't even met in person. Sometimes the difficult person is an aspect of ourselves even. And for now, hold off on the story just Notice how it is to take in the image, the posture of this being, their skin and their face. And you may want to play around with how close or how far away from you this image is. It might be right next to you or on the other side of the state, perhaps the image is outside this building. You could always imagine this person on the other side of the Grand Canyon, if you wish. Just give yourself as much space as you need to stay connected to the presence of this person. And just notice what happens in the body. Just breathing and sitting. See if it's possible to soften the belly here. You may use your own phrases or the classical phrases. Sometimes it's helpful to feel just as I want to be safe and protected. So do you. May you be safe and protected. Just as I wish to be happy, I wish it for you too. May you live with happiness and the causes of happiness. Just as I wish to be healthy, to be strong, 
May you too be as healthy and strong as possible. And just as I wish ease for the unfolding of my own life, may you too live with ease. Sometimes it's helpful if it's difficult to really sense into the intention behind these phrases to perhaps imagine this person as, as, as they would be elderly, maybe in the last hours of, of their life, if you could go sit by their bed. What would your heart's deepest wishes for them be? sensing into their their humanity You may stay with the metaphrases for this being or if a lot of difficulty comes up, you can move to Vipassana and explore what's happening. And as you're ready, come back to the image with plenty of space, come back to the wishes.
whatever arises as you practice with this difficult person, may this too, if it's contraction or spacing out, whatever it is, may this too be held in the heart of metta.
You may continue with a difficult person or if you wish, go back to your benefactor or friend or yourself.
in the last minutes of the meditation, you might expand expand the the field to include all beings. feeling the wishes radiate out in all directions from the heart center. May all beings live in kindness and know the joy of a peaceful heart. May all beings know and trust their deepest goodness. May all beings live with happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be truly free. We have a few minutes if anyone has a question about this part of meta practice or meta practice in general. Any questions or comments? question is, is it possible to take instead of a difficult person, a difficult animal, an animal where there's some aversion toward this animal? Personally, I don't, I don't see why not. You know, I, I think the practice is to work with really any beings who are difficult for us. Classically, as I understand it, it's taught as a difficult person. But uh, if an animal is what comes up for you, I think you can trust that. Welcome to Meta for the difficult person, <laughs> right? I yeah. So the question is that in in Meta for the difficult person, she's having difficulty doing it, and that in imagining these, in seeing these difficult qualities of this being, you're you're feeling some difficulty. I'm, I'm seeing the qualities in myself, 
right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, I think it goes like that for most of us, actually, oftentimes. So uh, a few pieces. This is a purification practice. And so working with metta for the difficult person, it's the design of the practice that we will touch in ourselves everything that's not metta for this person. And this is, this is kind of the most challenging category. So it, it, it will draw those places out. And it's, um, it's good to stay with the practice to the extent that, that we can in a way that feels natural and, and honest for ourselves. And if, it, if, if you're feeling just a jumble of aversion, you might drop the phrases and just begin to observe in, in awareness that mind state of aversion and what's happening in the body press pause, and, and, and when that settles some, to come back to the phrases. And working with our own difficulty is uh, embedded in this practice. So we'll, we'll kind of each find our own way with that. And it's good not to press forward too much with it, to let yourself step away as needed. Yeah, last, last question or comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes the most difficult people are people we've never met. As long as it's not so difficult that you don't feel that window of, of possibility of connecting with their goodness. If you feel that window, it's, it's fine, but just don't start on the extreme end of the spectrum. Start on the smaller end of the spectrum. And something... Something just to name also that the, the larger meta practice is really opening to meet all that arises in our experience with metta. So the difficulties that can come, the questions that can come, sometimes we do drop the phrases and just hold this too in metta. I wanted to also um, just mention something I had intended to say in the introduction, but I didn't, some four words that I heard a while ago that helped me with this practice. Hurt people, hurt people. And four other words, healed people, heal people. And so in many ways, this practice is helping us uh, to open our hearts to, to realizing that directly. Thanks for your attention. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.